Hello everyone, I'm Amika and I'm the founder and creative director of House Shoe, which is a cognitive luxury loft. Here, our purpose is to elevate our minds and everyday experiences. This podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment. If you have any questions or recommendations, please email me at ashoemaker at houseshoe.co. And also be sure to follow along on Instagram at houseshoeco. All right, y'all. Let's get down to it, honey. So, I am an avid Instagram connoisseur. I don't like Facebook. I use Facebook for promotional purposes. I don't be wanting to hear about everybody's life problems and whatever they got going on, who their new man, who their new chick is of the week, or their story of how their new chick or their new man of the week then broke their heart and that ain't no bad, no good. So, as have I, I know you see a new business, uh, branding, marketing, and social media guru appear every five minutes on Instagram and Clubhouse. Now, I'm not taking away from anyone, but as someone who has 15 years leadership experience from corporate to retail, I'm here to tell you, you need more than the tangibles to run a successful business. I don't care how pretty your brand colors are, how bomb your graphics are, how perfectly curated your Instagram feed is. If you don't know how to treat people, you'll be sitting somewhere with your brand board and a pretty Instagram account with a bad rep. And let's be honest, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. And contrary to popular belief, that's okay. You know, everybody is not meant to run a business. Everybody doesn't have the desire to run a business. Everybody doesn't want to take that on their shoulders. So if you feeling the pressure all around you and you know that's not really what you want to do, then don't do it. You know, it's okay. But yes, I do believe you should have multiple streams of income and not just give your destiny to somebody just clocking in and clocking out. Or, you know, um, they determine how much you make and how much comes into your household. Now, I strongly suggest multiple streams of income, but you don't have to necessarily be a full-fledged LLC or CEO of a fortune 100 or 500 company or start something from ground up if that's not your desire you know don't allow somebody to force a lifestyle upon you do things because you want to okay and whether you're overseeing your own company or someone else's you can't get around being an effective leader And that's what I want to talk to you today about is being a leader and being a manager. And being a leader is far different than being a manager. I don't believe in managing people. You manage processes. You lead people. You lead people to manage processes. This goes from leading from one to 1,000 or even 100,000 people. Because I realized from personal experience that everybody in a leadership role is not a leader, I'll use the term manager for reference. I have had some of the worst managers that are known to me. I think the worst one I had was when I was in corporate. For the lack of a better term, honey, she was a straight up bitch. Okay? I am not 
I'm not exaggerating. Like this lady was just walking hellfire. Like if you want kissing her ass and you want one of her little puppets, baby, she was she just was so treacherous. It was just an unpleasant person. And I was new to being a member of management. I will always kind of be a leader or subject matter expert in whatever role I worked in. But this was my first official leadership position. And it was already a difficult situation because I was not a leader to those I was appeared to. And I was the youngest one, one of the youngest ones to be exact. This lady was just so damn mean. Oh, I almost said her name. I'm looking to be guided, you know, and trained in my role and, you know, get a clear understanding of what it is I'm supposed to do. And I'm thinking, okay, this is my manager. You know, this is my leader. She's going to show me the ropes and what I need to do. Baby, this helpful would yell and talk smart and just get on my last damn nerve. And I told my mama. Yep, I was grown and I told my mama that heifer was on my last damn nerve. I was boiling over. It was so miserable just to go to work every day. Although I was, you know, gaining confidence in my role. I was uncomfortable performing because there was just this this negative gray cloud that was just looming over my head and I just I was so anxious like I, I just I loved what I did in the purpose of my position but who I had to answer to and who was supposed to leave me child please they could have kept it but hey I'm here to tell my story and my mama told me she said you don't need her now show her you don't need her and I'm like what are you talking about this lady is my manager she was like you don't take what you were held accountable for and what you're holding your employees accountable for. Learn the managerial aspect of it and you won't have to ask her what's needed. I'm like, okay, I'm smart. I think I can get this, you know. So I will take all the reports I was responsible for uh, deciphering and delivering and I was studying them and I took what the expected performance was versus the actual performance was. And within a week's worth of morning meetings, I could read those reports from right to left, front to back. I kid you not. I could spit those numbers out in the morning meetings, especially when we had our big meetings on um, on Wednesdays. I don't know why I was on Wednesdays. But when we had our big meetings on Wednesdays, baby, I, what you said, I would spit that stuff out so good. Point, point, point. Bang, bang, bang. A, 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 B, B, B. One, two, three. One and two equals three. And she took credit for my excelling. And she, this is what she said to me. She said, see, I knew if I didn't let up on you, you would do great. You couldn't, couldn't even understand the report. And now look at you. Lady, if you don't get your ass up out of my face, because you have made my life miserable. You made my life it worked so miserable. And, you know, she was close to some of my former peers that I was now in charge of leading. She was in their ear, you know, because she was a manager before. And so, you know, she already had her little pics and her little whatever, her little minions. And she was in their ear. So, you know, damn well, they weren't listening to me. You know, 
they took me as a joke, but I continue to keep my composure and be the young lady that I was raised and contain myself and my anger and my feelings. And just continue to walk with grace, you know, because I was praying on that thing. I was praying. I was fasting. And actually, I felt like God was not listening to me. So I checked out of life completely. Child. I will come home. I will turn my blender on. And I would make my daiquiris and my margaritas. I drink a little bit. I watch TV. And then I go to bed. And that became my everyday routine because I was just so miserable. But you know, I was delivered from that position. And I got promoted out of that department. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. But what I want you to understand is how... Your temperament or how your leadership style can truly affect someone else's performance. It can truly affect their quality of life. Because it's not easy. Like we are emotional creatures. It's not easy for everyone to just shut off or cut off their work life at the end of the day, at the end of their shift. You know, especially if they feel like they're being mistreated. They carry that with them throughout the day and it's it becomes you know it becomes something that's looming over their lives and they're miserable at work so they bring that home and they're miserable at home and it just bleeds over it's just a never-ending cycle we had a saying at one of my previous employers and it has been woven into the thread of who i am as a leader people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care that's not about being a pushover It's not about, you know, being soft. It's not about letting people run over you per se. It's about empathy. It's about being human. Yes, you are a leader. Yes, you have goals and objectives that you have to meet. But you can't let that get in the way of human nature. You can't, you can't see your employees as numbers when it comes to leadership be sure to understand that people work for people and they will forever be influenced and motivated or not by how you treat them lead with compassion and understanding you don't have to be a tyrant to get results you don't have to be the mean girl you don't have to be mr big stuff or mr tough guy to get productivity and the desired results out of your employees. You can be an absolute genius and the best at what you do. You can have a stellar work ethic. You can be the go-to in your field. But if you don't create a pleasant experience and work environment for your employees, then you fail to motivate your team. And then you negate your genius. Like nobody cares that you are a genius at this. Nobody cares that you are a subject matter expert. You suck. As a leader, you suck. And you're not getting the results. You're not meeting the objectives. You're not meeting the criterion. You're not making things happen. You aren't succeeding. You aren't taking your business to the next level because people are miserable around you. They're not giving you their best. Therefore, The best will not be received. Child, you probably hear my dog barking in the background. They're just going to have to stay on here, honey, because I have to move as the spirit 
is going through me and say what I have to say. I can't cut this and go back. So, you know, I just want you to understand that how you treat people truly influences what you receive from them. You know, you always have the one or two that's outside of the status quo. But for the most part, you know, if you give to your employees and you sow into your employees and you're there for them and you are leading them, you're in the trenches with them, you're delegating appropriately, um, you have clear, concise goals and objectives, and you are, uh, you're setting priorities and your, your goals have purpose and you get them to buy into that purpose, then you will most definitely have you know, a greater chance of achieving success and your desired results. Um, I'm going to do a breakdown of elements of effective leadership and we'll go into more detail in the next few episodes. Well, that's all I have today, baby dolls. And I will talk to you all next time. Until then, remember to own your presence, own your purpose and own your power. Talk to you later.